Hey, fellow mathers, do you have limited classroom time? Do you want to make the biggest, best impact on your students that you can? Then you need to start here with the Math is Figureoutable Challenge. It's three one-hour sessions of the quickest and most powerful ways to reach the most students with the most math. We're having special guest Jenna Labe. Mark your calendars for May 15th through 17th at 7 p.m. Central and watch this space to find out when registration opens. If you can't make those times, you'll want to register anyway so you can get access to the session recordings. And now, on to the episode. Hey, fellow mathematicians, welcome to the podcast where math is figure outable. I'm Pam. And I'm Kim. And we're here to suggest that mathematizing is not about mimicking or rote memorizing, but it's about thinking and reasoning, about creating and using mental relationships. That math class can be less like it was for so many of us and more like mathematicians working together. We answer the question, if not algorithms, then what? Today we're starting a really exciting five-part series that we're going to call Perspectives Impacting Pedagogy. In other words, how your perspective might be impacting your teaching practice. Yeah, so I've been a mathematics teacher educator for about 25 years, and um, I've seen lots of ahas. I've worked with parents and teachers and students, and I get um, sort of a haunting question. There's a there's a point where I work with people where they really are like on fire and that they're it's clicking and they're they're using what they know and relationships and they're um, they're seeing the vision of how they can do it with students and they can create mathematicians. And then they sort of get this look in this, this very um, intense, personal look. And they, they asked me this haunting question, Pam, why doesn't everyone teach math this way? If it's, <laughs> if it's so good, if it's so like, this is so, this is the way we should do it. What? Why, why doesn't, why, why don't more people teach mathematics this way? Right. Why, why doesn't everyone teach math this way? All right. So y'all, I've been thinking about this and interviewing people and polling people. And I want to share what we've found. Um, we've, We've really been working on this for a while. So actually you might hear this question, why doesn't everyone teach this way? And you might think to yourself, I don't really have any options. My admin or my instructional coach doesn't really give me a choice about my day-to-day lessons or the routines or homework. And that's unfortunate, but that's not what we're talking about here. Mm. We aren't addressing how to buck the system that you're under. Yeah, no. So you might actually have more options than you think. It might actually be that your perspective is pigeonholing you into teaching certain ways. Like, for example, you might read your standards and because of your background, infer that it means the standards mean to do certain things in certain ways. When in reality, you could be teaching more and more real math and actually hitting the standards in a more authentic way. Yeah. Speaking of authentic, I think we're actually going to be sharing some details of ourselves in the next few episodes that will resonate with some of our listeners as well. You and I grew up with different math perspectives, and we're actually raising kids with different and changing perspectives. And I suspect that many listeners over the next few weeks will be hearing some of the comments and perk up thinking, that is so me. (laughs) So let's just give everyone a brief overview of the three ideas that we're going to share in more detail over the next few weeks. Okay, great. So one, one idea. Some people think that the way they were taught is the only way. That's just what mathematics is. That's how to teach it. 
even though it did particularly work well for them. Right. So one of the perspectives we call the Z perspective. So I'm a mathematician. So X, Y, Z variables, mathy, whatever. So we're just going to call this the Z perspective. And that perspective is that mathematics is this thing I call fake math. The teacher yeah. tells you what to do. You memorize it. You mimic the teacher in your work. You're solving the problem with those steps. That mathematics is all about steps and things to do. If you relate to this perspective, if that sort of feels like the way that you looked at math as a student, you might even be listening to this podcast and saying, oh, okay, Pam. All right. That sounds cool. So tell me the steps to do it. Right. Right. (laughs) So this is the perspective I grew up with where I memorized and mimicked and I followed the rules. But that was not me. Nope. (laughs) Not at all. We call Kim's growing up perspective the X perspective. So mine was the Z, Kim is the X. Yeah. yeah. And so on paper, I looked like someone maybe with a Z perspective. I followed the rules for school math. But in real life, um, and especially once I left the classroom, in my head, there were a lot of patternings and relationship connecting, lots of like wondering and manipulating of numbers and shapes. And I asked myself a lot of questions and then made sense of things by um, solving and resolving. That's so interesting. Like I did a lot of math, right? But I did it when I was supposed to be doing math, when I was doing one through 29 odd. (laughs) And you were like looking at the world and wondering things and solving things and resolving. And it's just such an interesting perspective. And people with this X perspective tend to think that it worked for them. Yeah. That the way that you were taught worked for you because you were doing all this cool stuff. And so they continue to teach the way they were taught, even though in reality, they could have been doing far more and faster if someone had been actively helping them develop all that real right. math, those relationships going on in their heads. Yeah. So X and Y, but then there are, sorry, X and Z, but then there's a last perspective. Talk about uh, the Y perspective. We both have people in our life with this one. Yeah. So it's funny because when we were uh, coming up with ways to describe these perspectives, we actually first called them A, B, and C, and then realized that people were uh, thinking we were talking about grades, like, oh, if you want to get an A or B or C. No, no. So it's not, they're not about grading at all. That's where we kind of went to to variables. So um, we've talked about the Zs and the Xs, the Ys. The, The Ys are the group who cannot do it unless they understand why. Now, Caution. It's not about ability. I'm not talking about people who can't do it unless they understand why, because they don't have the ability to do it. They could absolutely mimic, (laughs) but it's more like this psychological thing. It's like this thing in their heart and their soul where they know they can understand and they want to understand. And they also know that if they don't understand, they won't be successful. So it's all about knowing why. And they just keep asking why, and they keep asking why. And if they don't understand why, they kind of throw their hands in the air, frustrated because yeah. um, they, they know they're not going to be able to so, like pick it up tomorrow. They, they uh, Some of them don't memorize well, but but in a huge way, they don't want to have to memorize. They, they realize that if they could understand why, then, all right, I can do your thing. Um, and so they get really frustrated when we um, when we don't tell them why, because typically as a profession, we haven't taught the why. And so they've left, they've been left frustrated and sometimes uh, left behind. Yeah. So why spend several episodes on this topic? Because we want to acknowledge that in any given classroom, there's going to be a variety of perspectives, probably all three, right? Mm -hmm. In Mm -hmm. a family or in a friend group or teaching team, there's probably going to be all three perspectives. And so it may be a part of why the conversation 
uh, about wh- how we should teach or why we should teach a certain way can get heated at times. Oh, yeah, it's a good, really good point. Um, we're coming up to the holidays uh, here in the States. <laughs> and so um, you might be spending time with family, though, during COVID, I'm, I don't know if, who's traveling. But anyway, anyway, as you um, maybe spend time with families or, or teachers or when I work with teachers as a teacher educator, um, the conversation can get heated. We've had crazy stuff on on social media where the conversation gets heated. And we would suggest it's possible that we are actually talking past each other. That it's possible that because we're working under different paradigms, we can be saying words to each other, but not really communicating. Mm -hmm. So we'd really like to spend these episodes um, in a huge way, helping people understand that the paradigm they may be working under to understand that paradigm, because then once you understand that paradigm with that understanding, then you can make a choice. Yeah. Now we can communicate better. Now we can have better conversations um, and really actually understand what we're talking about. In fact, the most important thing to take away from this podcast is that we don't advocate any of these perspectives. So you might have like heard me say, well, I'm a Z when it, actually I'm not a Z anymore. That was my perspective about what math was growing up. And Kim was an X. That was her perspective growing up. But but uh, we've hugely now um, not advocating any of those three. We want to advocate teaching real mathematics. Right. Right. So helping people understand what mathematics really is and how we can teach it to help students really do real math and mathematize and open up the possibilities for everyone to do what they actually want to because the math isn't holding them back. Let me explain that just a little bit more. Um, I've done lots of work with uh, teachers and parents and, and uh, people around the, uh, around the world. And um, it is interesting to me that once they get this vision of what teaching real math is, what real mathematics is, it's all about. Um, I, I have gotten people to respond by saying, oh, I mean, like I could have actually done blank. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, well, that's what I really wanted to do. But the math held me back. Oh man, if we could open the gatekeeper, like math is such a gatekeeper. If we could open that gate for people to actually be able to do what they want to do, wouldn't that be like a wonderful thing? And so um, we really want to spend some time diving deep, delving into these three perspectives, opening them up, giving you examples about um, what that might've been and then how it looked to you as a student and then how that translates into how you might be teaching now and how uh, that that affects the way that the conversation that we're having about math teaching so that we can actually make some real change. So in the next few episodes, we're going to parse out these perspectives in detail. We're going to discuss the ramifications that those perspectives have on how you, um, how you do math, how you view mathematics, how you teach mathematics, how you learn mathematics, all the things for teachers. It can really impact how you work with students for leaders. It can really impact how you work with teachers and even parents And parents, how you talk with your kids. We think these episodes could really help all of us choose the way we want to approach mathematics because when we know, then we choose. Then we have the the freedom and the ability to choose what we actually want to do. Absolutely. Um, Some of you might right now already be thinking, oh my gosh, when Pam earlier was talking about uh, the why perspective or or a different one, that sounded just like me. Or you might be thinking, hmm, not really sure which one of those feels like me. We are super excited to share that you can head over to mathisfigureoutable.com backslash XYZ or click on the link in the show notes and check out a super, super cool quiz that will walk you through just a handful of questions to help you determine what your perspective might likely be. 
Yeah, it's excellent. So we've been working on this quiz for a while. We're really excited about it. Um, it's really short and quick. And when you take it, we'll just ask you some questions about how you viewed math as a student, as a, as a young person. And right. I can help you identify, like Kim said, where you like the perspective that maybe you likely have. Um, and tune in over the next few weeks. We're going to dive deeply into those perspectives and help each other all learn and teach more real math. You can also read more about it um, at that blog, same same reference, mathisforgottable.com backslash XYZ. Um, the blog's going to talk all about the different perspectives and how it impacts the way that we view and teach mathematics. Y'all remember to join us on uh, hashtag math strat chat on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, or Instagram on Wednesday evenings, where we explore solving problems uh, with real mathematics. We are so grateful for the five-star ratings on Apple podcast. Y'all we love reading your comments and ahas you're having. Hey, check out what Nate said with his five-star rating that he titled do not listen to this podcast while <laughs> operating a motor vehicle. He said, let me explain. This podcast engages your math brain. Even if you're not a math teacher, you'll love the episodes. Pam and Kim offer us new ways of reasoning about common math relationships. You don't want to be driving when you're listening. You'll want a pen and paper to jot down your own thinking. I've tried to listen and drive, but it's not advised. It's worse than texting and driving. This podcast has made me excited to talk about my to talk to my middle schoolers about the reasoning skills needed to really get math. I love being reminded why we teach mathematics to kids. Good show. Great show. Sorry. All right. So that was hilarious. So we do want you to be safe, everybody. We want you to be <laughs> safe. So no writing down your thinking while you're driving. Um, feel free to listen to the, the podcast while you're driving and then go home and re-listen to it with a pen and paper if you want to jot down your thinking. I loved how uh, this uh, how Nate said, um, want to jot down your own thinking. Love it. Love it. Because it's not about mimicking stuff on paper. All right, so if you're interested to learn more math and you want to help students develop as mathematicians, then the Math is Figure Outable podcast is for you because mathematics is figure outable. Thank you for listening and making math more figure outable. Remember, we're going to be opening registration for the Math is Figure Outable challenge soon. Mark your calendar from May 15th through 17th. You are not going to want to miss these free PD evenings where you'll learn four routines you need in your classroom that are naturally engaging and encourage students to think mathematically. And remember, if you can't make those times, registering gets you access to the recordings. Keep making math figure outable.